1: So, 2016, eventful, to say the least, here in South Korea. Um, Actually, on the peninsula, generally, if you think about all the North Korean provocations earlier on, then succeeded by the chesun Shil scandal. Let's have a look back with Peter Pei, Seoul Bureau Chief for Bloomberg News. Good morning to you. Fantastic to have you with us. Yes, good morning, Alex. So, a recent article you wrote, South Korea's terrible, horrible, no good, very bad year. You don't see too many positives in there. <laughs> well, I mean, uh,
0: just look at the, the year. I mean, I mean, I think that title pretty much describes all of the events that's happened uh, in 2016. I mean, I can go on and on. I mean, it's what a crazy year. I mean, starting with, as you talked about, North Korea claiming to have, you know, um, tested a hydrogen bomb. That, of course, led to increased tensions. Um, you had South Korea and U.S. saying they're going to uh, install an anti-missile system, which prompted China to take retaliatory action. That hurt exports and and you know pop stars and you know tourism in the country. Uh, then you had Hanjin, the biggest Korea's biggest shipping company, filing for bankruptcy. Um, at the same time, shipbuilders were basically teetering on on collapse. You had Lotte family members being indicted on corruption charges. I mean, you know, Lotte being the biggest consumer brand uh, in Korea. Oh, gosh, uh, Samsung name being tarnished by uh, the Note 7 recall uh, globally. I mean, that was, uh, for many Koreans, that was considered a huge embarrassment. And and all this while all this is going on, you had this, you know, you had joblessness, uh, household debt, uh, el- you know, elderly poverty, all reaching, you know, uh, all time highs. Uh, and then, of course, the 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 bookend to all this was the Chiz and Shi scandal. Uh, which led to the impeachment of the president—an uh, incredible event. Uh, you know, uh, it's just a crazy, crazy year. I don't think there's been there's I don't think there's any country in the world that has had this much turmoil in one year as, uh, as South Korea.
1: Yeah, indeed. <laughs> when you put it that way, it, it certainly yeah. doesn't look very good at all. And it leaves us scrambling for good stories. And one major positive about all this is the way in which the people have been able to actually make a difference, though, surely?
0: Yes, I mean, it's, it's very climactic, and on um, some, you know, as we see in history, you need some calamitous events to really, uh, you know, uh, install, or not install, but drive change, and I think there is some positives in that sense, that there are a lot of folks who believe that this uh, could lead to, you know, uh, reforms, uh, particularly with, uh, with the Chebbers and their relationship with the government. Uh, so there could be a, a silver lining in all this.
1: And, you know, when searching around yesterday, as I was, for other silver linings, I mean, there was, for example, a story that came out recently that the survival rate of South Korean cancer patients, for example, had actually topped 70%, uh, that uh, rates were falling yet again of that particular disease, which has been such a challenge for the whole world. There are certain other good news stories which, um, understandably, have flown under the radar. So if we search hard enough, there, there, there has been progression.
0: Yeah, yeah, clearly. I mean, I mean there has there's you know the the Korea's I mean the overall if you look at the economy, you know, re, Korea's economy relative to the world, it's actually in pretty good shape despite, you know, all this uh, negative reports. Uh so yes, um um we have to, you know, put it in context. Uh, of, of course, you know, negative news always overshadows anything else. Um and in particularly this year because they were so dramatic.
1: And we're now seeing a changing of the guard with uh, outgoing United Nations Secretary-General Ban Ki-moon. And that means, of course, that South Korea loses uh, a man who's been in such a prominent role on the world stage for so long, even if some people have suggested he didn't do enough with that role. He now steps into the political arena potentially here. How do you see things now playing out in 2017?
0: Well, I I think I mean I uh, the assumption is that he will uh, run for president. I mean he has not said so yet, uh, but uh, many people, folks believe he will. Uh, the question is is uh, in which way he will do this. Uh, obviously, we've seen the the political parties fracture. Now there's four. Par, uh, political parties uh, in Korea, which is the first time ever. Mm. Uh, so so the, the question is, will he be able to coalesce and have enough support uh, to win the election? Uh, the polls have wavered back and forth between him being in the top position, then second, and it goes back and forth depending on who you're talking to. Uh, so the question will be, Is, is how uh, which party will he align himself with and, 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 and how much support he will be able to get
1: so we, we've got these four parties mm. plus the Justice Party, which is too small to have negotiation body status. Right. My prediction, Mister mm. Pay, is that we will not finish 2017 with four parties with yeah, negotiation right. body status. In other words, right. I think we'll have three or even two parties. The reason I say that is, I think in the jostling for the presidential election, we're going to see coalitions take place. What What are your thoughts on that?
0: I mean, I, you know, I mean in it's in theory that has to happen uh, mainly because uh, as we've seen in other countries you know it is very difficult to to win a presidential election with so many different parties um, you need you do need to unify them yes uh, a two-party system is always the most efficient way of electing a president uh, so that could be it uh, practically I'm not sure I mean it is so fractured right now yeah um, you know whether you uh, I mean, there could even be even more breakaway parties uh, yeah. that could even that could even create even more turmoil and uncertainty in the country.
1: Prediction uh, could go the other way. We could have five
0: right, right, so it's it's really difficult to tell. I mean, ideally, yes, uh, you know, it would be, you know, for sort of democracy uh, in Korea and to resolve all these issues, you know, having two parties, you know, duke it out uh, for the presidency is probably the most efficient way. But I'm not sure if that could happen.
1: We've... um had just over 400,000 live births for the last few years. It's been at that level for a while. Uh, a low birth rate continues to be a, a constant theme, an aging population. Do you see anything else in terms of fundamentals changing in 2017? Is there any sign or any reason to believe that?
0: Well, uh, the, you know, the, uh, I think 2017 will be the year when the population stops growing. Um, and from then on, it's going to uh, decline. Um, and this is what Japan has seen for a while. Um, and that raises a whole bunch of other questions about, you know, how would that, you know, decreasing population impact the economy, uh, politics, uh, so, you know, society, culture. Uh, so it's, uh, you know, the government has been, well, the, the, whatever government is still there, has been trying to push for increased marriages uh, which is declining, um, you know, and and and, and multi-family households, uh, but that's not happening. Right. Uh, so we have a we have a, a huge issue there. Um, you know, I'm I'm not sure uh, the demographic changes. If there's any silver lining in there, um, you know, you you have an aging population that is getting that is living longer, and there's more of them. So and it just
1: accentuates huge... many of the issues that continue to be highlighted Mr. Bay we're out of time thank you so much for sharing your last moments of 2016 with us okay mr peter bay there of bloomberg news we'll continue